welcome in to the Phoenix Sports Podcast. We'd like to give a shout out to OG's Brands, the official sponsor of Flavoring Fridays. OG's is not your average cannabis-infused gummy. They absolutely knock it out of the park when it comes to flavor, and the effects of their gummies are a total slam dunk, too. Head on over to OG'sBrands.com to see their full lineup and find out where you can purchase. Thank you, OG's, for sponsoring this Flavoring Friday. Super stoked to get our Friday started off right. And I have a surprise for you guys. I have a new producer behind the mic. And I believe he should be joining us from here on out. Do you want to introduce yourself, Damon Dog? What's up, guys? I'm Damon. Hello. How are we doing? Are you going to bubble in? Can you bubble in? Oh, oh. You know, like little... You want to see me on screen? Yeah, you're my fairy godmother. I feel like we need to share your beautiful face with All right, the fans. Let, let me see if I can work, make that work. All right, okay. I'll give you a second to figure out that tech side and say hello to everyone in the chat. Hello, Connor. Hello, Charles. Hello, Daniel. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, Chris. Yeah, ah! Oh my God, Max just came in here and threw a beach ball. What is happening? Oh my God. This um, this Friday is already unhinged. We have hit the unhinged and it's not even four minutes into the show. <laughs> um, super excited to be with you guys today though. We're talking Suns, we're talking Cardinals, we're talking Coyotes. We got a lot to get to because a lot happened this week. Still waiting for Damon to figure out if he wants to bubble in. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a no at this point. What's up? Oh, there he is. It's not a bubble. It's a square. It's it fine. is a square. Math is hard. Geometry is hard. I'll, I'll um, make it, we'll make it a bubble in the future. But what's up, guys? Hello. Say hello to Damon Dog. Um, I think Damon Dog peaked this week. In case you missed it, uh, our PHNX D-backs show had the one and only Kevin Ginkle on yesterday. And if you didn't know, Damon went to the University of Arizona, which is where Kevin Ginkle went. And I don't think I've seen anybody fanboy harder than how hard Damon decided to fanboy yesterday. I and told I think, him to his face that I was his biggest fan in the entire world. Like, to his face. I don't know why that makes me crack up so hard, but, like, imagine this, like, because I don't know if you guys know this, Kevin Ginkle's huge. He's tall and he's like, you know, hefty. He's kind of like a brick wall. And then you got Damon, who's like maybe five, six on a good day. <laughs> like looking up at Kevin, like, Kevin, I'm your biggest fan. Mac just took like three inches off of my height right now, <laughs> just for no reason. It was honestly iconic. Um, I'm so glad I got to witness that. If you missed yesterday's show with Kevin Ginkle, please go to YouTube, watch it or listen to it on our audio platforms. It was a great show. Thanks to Kevin for coming in studio. Um, it's really cool when you get a World Series pitcher in your studio. So shout out to our T-Max squad and for Damon. Um, glad that you got to have your life made yesterday. It was great to watch. Um, if you want to be a part of the fan, which you absolutely should be at this point, make sure you head on over to gophnx.com and sign up to be a diehard. There's really no better sports fandom in the state of Arizona. It's all diehard all the time. There's tons of great benefits. You get a free shirt when you sign up. And every year after that, you get 20% off all of our merch. You get discounts on all our events, which we have a takeover coming up in January. So now is a great time to sign up to be a diehard. You get to maybe give a gift, give a gift of a diehard friendship to someone in your life. Um, you never know how great that would be for them. So head on over to gophnx.com, sign up to be a diehard. There's tons of great reasons why. All right. Let's talk about some Cardinals, shall we? Because we had some interesting news this week. Um, Adam Schefter, who? Move over, Shefty. We've got a new NFL breaking news analyst in the Valley, um, and he lives right here in the Valley. J.J. Watt decided to break some news uh, earlier this week. He decided to let all of us know that his former teammate, uh, 
former Arizona Cardinal at this point. Zach Ertz had requested and been granted his release from the Arizona Cardinals. The three-time Pro Bowler plans to sign with a contender and make a run for his second Super Bowl ring. And then in parentheses, he wrote, this is easy, Adam. Um, First of all, iconic JJ, thank you so much for (laughs) gracing us with your breaking news skills. Honestly, I kind of prefer breaking news from JJ Watt. I don't know why, Damon. Is that like a weird thing to prefer my breaking news coming from? (laughs) Over a robot? Of course, you'd prefer a real person that we know exists. Are you uh, starting a conspiracy theory that Adam Schefter is a robot? I can neither confirm nor deny that that's exactly what I'm doing. Where does that come from? Like where, why did that happen? I don't know. I think it's just easy to just say like all like, like journalists and newsbreakers are robots like that. Like Jesse's a robot too. Well, well, I mean, Jesse's for sure a robot, but I can confirm Jesse's a robot because I have seen Jesse be a robot. I've never seen Adam Schefter in person, so I can't tell you if he's a robot or not. Anyways, so the Cardinals have decided to part ways with Zach Ertz. I can't say it's super surprising. Obviously, he's going to have to clear waivers first before he can pick his next destination. He is a 33-year-old pro bowler, like I mentioned. Uh, This season was a little rocky for Ertz. He caught 27 passes for 187 yards with one touchdown this season. Obviously, that was pre-Kyler Murray, and then he got hurt and was dealing with some lower body injury, quad injury type of stuff. So obviously we didn't get to see Zach Ertz uh, much this season or really much during his tenure here in Arizona because he is extremely injury prone, um, and we've kind of had to deal with him battling injuries for his entire time here in Arizona, which is kind of a bummer. Um, It's obviously not great that we didn't get to see Zach Ertz live up to the potential that obviously the prior regime that brought him to Arizona hoped that he would be able to deliver. Eh, obviously, there's we can't make a lot of conjectures about what would or would have happened, would would or would not have happened because he got injured, so we didn't get to see a lot of it. But I mean, it was pretty obvious that his production and his game has kind of just like fallen off. He's getting a little bit older. And so I think this is the right move for the Cardinals. I'm not going to be honest, or I am not going to be honest. I'm lying to you all. Just kidding. I am going to be honest with you. I think that um, Zach Ertz, even if he was healthy, probably wouldn't be the best tight end in the room anymore because I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, we have a tight end. He's pretty damn good. Uh, Mr. Trey McBride, you can throw up his stats for me if you can. So far this year, he has received 48 tosses <laughs> how would you say that better he has 48 catches 48 catches that's what i meant oh my god brain is not working it's friday he's received 48 catches for 521 total yards of offense with one touchdown he is averaging almost 11 yards per carry which is kind of crazy um clearly trey mcbride is the best tight end in the room and uh, according to kyle odegaard who tweeted this yesterday the cardinals were going to release zach Ertz in the offseason anyways Like, I just, I don't see how this is bad for anybody. Zach Ertz obviously wasn't going to be tight end number one for the Cardinals anyways with someone like Trey McBride on the team who was putting up stats like that. He is getting older. He is obviously not producing as much as he used to previously in his career. Um, He wants to win another ring. And the Cardinals, breaking news, call me crazy. I don't think the Cardinals are making it to a Super Bowl this year. (laughs) Um, I know that might be uh, shocking to some of you, but... Yeah, the Cardinals aren't going to be making it to the Super Bowl. So Zach Ertz wants to go win another ring. Zach Ertz, best of luck to you. I obviously have nothing but nice things to say about Zach Ertz. I think he's a nice guy. 
And he also agreed to not get paid, um, which I don't know why the way that it was phrased made it seem so weird. But according to the people that have inside knowledge about this, Zach Ertz agreed to not collect this week's paycheck in order to be released and... Thanks, Zach Ertz. Um, some people I saw were making fun of Michael Bidwell on Twitter, calling him Mr. Krabs um, because he's nickling and diming his way out of another situation. But when you look at it, how it works out contractually, it's going to end up saving the Cardinals about half a million in cap space. So call Michael Bidwell Mr. Krabs all you want, but half a mil is half a mil. And if it's going to save that much room in cap space, then fine by me. If you want to call Michael Bidwell cheap, I'm not going to stop you. Um, but I can't say I hate it. And if Zach Ertz agreed to not collect a paycheck and he gets to go where he wants to go and join a Super Bowl contender, that's fine by me. Like I said, um, where he's going to go, nobody knows. My bet, if I am a betting woman, which I am because I use the BetMGM Sportsbook app, I think he'll probably be reunited in Philadelphia with the Eagles. Um, the Eagles obviously need tight end help. Uh, Dallas Goddard is... Missed the last two games with an injury. He has a fractured forearm. So uh, Zach Ritz would definitely be a nice little upgrade over Jack Stoll, who is... <laughs> I feel like I'd be shocked if he didn't end up back in Philadelphia. Yeah, I would be shocked, honestly. I think there have been some rumors about the Ravens being interested and the 49ers wanting to throw their name in the hat. Yeah, the name in the hat. I could see all of those potentially being a great place for him to go, but I would be shocked if he didn't go to the Eagles. Obviously, that's where he won his one and only Super Bowl ring, and the Eagles have a great, great chance of winning the Super Bowl again this year. So I would be shocked if Mr. Ertz did not go to the Eagles. But uh, happy trails, Zach Ertz. In case you're wondering how his teammates feel about Zach Ertz leaving, this is what Buda Baker had to say earlier this week. I have all the faith in our, our other tight ends as well, um, and we're just going to continue to uh, take it day by day and continue to try and get better as a team, as a group. So, yeah, um, like I said, nothing but nice things to, be, to say about Zach Ertz. I obviously wish his time here would have been a little bit different and he would have uh, contributed a little bit more on offense, but what can you do when you're an old, old man in your 30s? Kidding. you're not that old um and you're really injury prone so thank you zach happy trails personally i think uh fred still in the comment saying personally i think it's good that the cards are doing right by zach Ertz. yeah i totally agree um going back i'm assuming you're commenting on the michael bidwell nickel and diamonds way out of the situation if zach wants to go and they can save money by letting him go by having him not collect a paycheck I think it works out for all sides. I think the cards are doing right by letting Zach Ertz go because he is getting older. His window for winning a Super Bowl is closing rapidly. Um, he has a chance to go to a Super Bowl contending team. And even if it's as a tight end too, like, hey, you're winning a Super Bowl. So I'm glad that the Cardinals are doing right by Zach Ertz. Um, I don't care how they do it as long as everyone's happy. You know, we don't need any more drama around this team for God's sakes. Uh, but of course it is the Cardinals. So there's always going to be some drama and some speculation to talk about. So obviously the Cardinals are taking on the Steelers on Sunday. It's a little nice homecoming for James Connor, who is from the area and spent some time with the Steelers. Um, I'm a little nervous about the game. I'm not going to lie. Last week was a shit show. The Rams ran all over Arizona. It was not a good game. We saw Kyler Murray kind of revert to a lot of his, bad habits um and some kind of hard realities are starting to set in for the cardinals i think the initial 
adrenaline like juice of getting Kyler Murray back from injury is kind of starting to lose its effect. And despite the Steelers being seven and four and their offense being led by Kenny Pickett, who is just not exciting to watch. Um, I'm a little worried about this game. Um, I think it's a winnable game. Don't get me wrong. I think it's very winnable. But I think this game is going to tell us a lot about where we are with Kyler Murray. His return has been a little all over the place. It was good, and then it wasn't good, and then it was good again, and then it was really bad. Um, And consistency is basically what I need to see from Kyler Murray at this point. Consistently good. (laughs) Uh, Consistently bad is what we're trying to avoid. I would like to see consistently good from Kyler Murray. I honestly think 2023 is Kyler Murray's audition for this team. He's had four weeks now to kind of figure this out. He'll have a bye week next week to kind of rest and rejuvenate. And after last week's loss against the Rams, there's really no room for another performance like that because that's only going to make things harder for Kyler Murray in terms of the court of public opinion, the rumor mill surrounding what the Cardinals are going to do. Right now, they're projected to have the second overall pick in the NFL draft. So that is a big deal because they can potentially draft another quarterback uh with the second overall pick so the, i need to see so i need to see more for kyler murray it's it's go time for him at this point um we all know that he's coming off a major injury and it's the first time that he's been injured like that in his career he's also learning a new system he has a new coach new offensive coordinator they're trying to overhaul a lot of what he does with his footwork. Um, and he also has probably one of the least talented rosters in the NFL. Um, but despite all of that, I think there are ways to shine and to show people and instill confidence that he is the quarterback for this franchise. And his doubters are many and they are loud. And if he puts up another performance like what we saw against the Rams, I think the doubters are just going to get louder. And I'm a little nervous for him. I'm not going to lie. His window to prove himself is closing. And I, I don't know if I'm just like scarred emotionally from watching the Cardinals draft Josh Rosen and then draft Kyler Murray right after that. Um, But I, uh, I get nervous about this team and what they're going to do with that draft pick and God, it's it's going to be tough to watch. I mean, if Kyler really wants to succeed, he's going to have to be a dual threat. He he just has to figure out how to work the pocket better, and he has to be a contributor on the running game. I'm getting a little scared, you guys. Um, is it wrong for me to be nervous, Damon? Well, one thing I think that you said earlier that I – actually, when you misspoke, when you said that like you don't want him to be consistently bad – if he is consistently bad, at least you have an answer. An answer, yeah. So that's true. There's, you know, you, like you mentioned, this is kind of his tryout. I think that whether he's consistently bad or consistently good, consistency, like you mentioned, is basically everything that you can ask for. Yeah. Because then you can just make a decision one way or the other, whether yeah. he's the guy or whether he's not. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think that's fair to say because. The last thing we want is to end the season with a bunch of question marks of, well, he was good sometimes and then he was really bad some other times. So are we going to go in on all the fa- on the times that he was all good and hope that he can just be all good again next or good all good next season? Or are we going to like, yeah, we just don't we don't want those question marks. 
So I guess that's fair. I mean, either way, Kyler Murray needs to be consistent. Um, and if you're going to be consistently bad, that's that'll help the Cardinals decide where they want to go. And if you're going to be consistently good, that's great because then we don't have to watch um, you flail around on the field and your doubters get even stronger. But what do you think way, that is? Why do you think so many people hate him? I don't know. I talked about this last week. I am mind blown by the vitriol that surrounds Kyler Murray on the internet. I understand that he had a little bit of bumps in the road with like deleting all of the Instagram pictures during his contract negotiations and the study clause. Like I know all of that happened and it was a lot of drama surrounding a certain one certain player, but I think a lot of that was his age because he's young. A lot of people forget that he is still practically a young adult um, and it, like maybe some maturity issues, which you can say, well, they're paying him all this money. He shouldn't have maturity issues. And if you look at other young quarterbacks like Joe Burrow, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I understand. Um, but we're only human and we're only going to make mistakes. Um, but outside of those like bumps in the road, I don't think they necessarily he doesn't deserve like the actual insane vitriol that he gets on the internet like people act like he murdered their firstborn child like that is how seriously people take not liking kyler murray and it blows my mind like if anything i think cardinals fans need to be <laughs> supportive and kind because if I, I mean this might just be my personality but if you keep dogging on me i'm just gonna at some point be like fuck it okay fine then i'm just gonna suck and like i don't care what you guys have to say if you're gonna be I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe that's just me and I'm just a petty person, but I don't understand the vitriol behind it at all. Um, Zona Tucson 93 saying I'm rooting for Kyler. I believe he has the ability to get us there. He has shown us potential. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has potential. There's no doubt about the fact that he has potential. I don't think we've seen him deliver on a lot of the potential yet. I mean, he hasn't even won a playoff game in his career and the Cardinals threw a bunch of money at him. So it's time to kind of put up or shut up. I think he definitely has potential. And I think the circumstances have been stacked against him since he got here. It's kind of hard to see what he's really been made of because of all X. You could go down the list of all the things that have happened with the Cardinals organization since he's gotten here. But Marco says the video games thing. But to me, it's like that's such a non issue. Yeah. Like how many athletes these days and ages are on yeah. Twitch every night? Like Tyree Kill. and Devin Booker stream themselves playing video games. Tyree Kill might be the best player in football and he's twitching yeah. every night. Yeah. They just they're looking for things to make fun of him for and to pick on him for. If it's not it's high, if it's not his height, it's his video games. If it's not his video games, it's his studying. Like it's it's always going to be something with Kyler Murray. Um, so I'll be interested to see how the season ends. Charles saying it's going to be a rough ending for the season. Not many winnable games left outside of maybe the Bears. If the Cardinals don't beat the Bears, <laughs> we have bigger problems. <laughs> I don't know what I will do, but I will be high. I don't want to even say it because I feel like I'm going to jinx it. I will be highly upset if the Cardinals lose to the Bears. But yeah, I mean, if you look at their schedule too, their schedule is not easy to round out the year. So, Ugh. Oh boy, it's going to be interesting. Buckle up, just like the title says. Buckle up, Cardinals fans. Um, in case you're wondering how Kyler Murray feels against the Steelers, uh, this is what he had to say during his press conference. The main thing is getting better each and every week. That's what we want to see. Um, you know, I, I think this week is you know a huge step for us. So it's a good opponent. Uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll rise to the occasion. He thinks they'll rise to the occasion, specifically him. He needs to rise to the occasion because last, last week was bad. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see how this uh this plays out for sure marco sala saying love kyler it's just the video games and dan patrick interview uh yeah i mean i get it if you're gonna make yourself a target doing it on a platform like dan patrick is probably the worst place to do it um fred stillman saying you're right but all those guys perform on game day that covers everything i guess uh, in reference to the video games um yeah which is true it's true they don't leave any doubt. also the hardest position. So it's your mistakes are magnified almost because totally. you're involved on every single play. Yeah, totally. And also quarterback, when you think of synonyms for the word quarterback, you also think of like leader. And that's why his leadership skills get called into question, all that type of stuff. So I get it. Trust me. I mean, I, I understand, you know, where some of the doubts and the negatives and the naysayers come from. Um, I think some of it is warranted, but like the level and the degree to which it's taken to sometimes is just crazy to me. Like I said, they act like they had Kyler killed their firstborn child, which is just crazy. So um, Kyler thinks that he's going to rise to the occasion. I sure hope so. Like I said, this entire season is his audition for the rest of his time with the Arizona Cardinals. I haven't been impressed with what I've seen so far. There's definitely been some flashes of the potential that everyone seems to talk about when it comes with Kyler Murray, but it's not been consistent. And like Damon said, inconsistency is going to be the worst thing that will happen to Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. So either be really bad or be really good. Either way, pick one. (laughs) It'll help us figure it out, but we'll see what happens. The Cardinals are uh, underdogs so far on almost every major sports book, including the BetMGM Sportsbook app. So uh, take that with what you will. Shady Rays. <laughs> I feel like I usually try to talk about something that's like happy. So you can be like, oh, like the future's so bright. I got to block out the, the sun, the rays. But uh, unfortunately, that is not the case. Um, maybe if you need to hide your crying eyes because you're so sad <laughs> watching the Cardinals play football, you can do so by popping on some Shady Rays. I cannot recommend these sunglasses enough. If you've watched this podcast, you know that I've been a fan of Shady Rays even before they were a sponsor of ours because they have premium polarized sunglasses. Hell yeah, I said it right this time. I struggle so bad with that word. Um, They make amazing sunglasses. My brother is an airline pilot and he has to have polarized sunglasses. So I got him a pair of Shady Rays for Christmas a couple years ago. He still wears them. They are still in fantastic shape, by the way, which is saying something because my brother is a Tasmanian devil and destroys everything that he owns. But because they are an independent sunglasses company with a world-class product, that are just as good as any of your expensive sunglasses brands. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for any outdoor adventure. Shady Rays are the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by a loss and broken replacement policy. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They have your back long after you purchase. You can drop their entire collection at their brand new location at the Kirland Commons. And they are a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. If you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's a no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code PHNX for 50% off two or more pair of polarized sunglasses. (laughs) Try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Phoenix Suns. Oh, the Phoenix Suns. Why? I feel like we can never have anything nice. I I want to cry. The, oh, the Suns. Oh, I hope you all know what I'm talking about. If you don't, I'm about to break your heart, but I'm assuming we all do because this is a Suns town. Um, <laughs> Devin Booker. 
Devin Booker hurt himself on Wednesday against the Raptors, and it looked like it hurt like a mother. Um, if you are a queasy stomach, you might want to turn away. Uh, you can see right there, good old Devin Booker with his ankle in a position that an ankle should never be in. That may, literally makes me want to die. I hate looking at like injury stuff. Makes me like that's like a sick. ninety degree angle. It's a nine. His ankle is at a ninety degree angle currently. Um, yeah, that's just not great. And if you're wondering how it felt, it wasn't good because he went to the bench and that was his face. I'm not laughing about this injury. I'm just laughing at the fact that this is the reality of all Phoenix Suns fans. Um, this was him on the bench getting attended to by their athletic trainer, just obviously in pain. Uh, I feel like we can never have anything nice. The crazy part is, is that he still pushed himself probably way past what he should have. Um, and he went back out. I don't think he should have. Um, he was already having an uncharacteristically bad night for Devin Booker. He was one from eight for the field throughout the first two quarters. And with 10 minutes left in the third, he uh, jumped in the air to try to get that ball from Eric Gordon. But uh, when he came back down, he landed on the foot of Dennis Schroeder, and you saw what happened. It was ugly. And I just don't know why we could never have nice things. Devin Booker was just seeing the Western Conference Player of the Week the week prior there was an amazing article that was published about him, about how Devin Booker was potentially the best point guard currently in the game, which is all kind of crazy because, you know, Devin Booker is technically a shooting guard or started as a shooting guard at least. And um, the head coach of the Raptors had some really nice things to say about Devin Booker before the game, including that he was probably playing the best basketball of his life right now. And then disaster strikes in the form of a rolled ankle. I just like, oh my God, between this and like Kevin Durant kind of having some injuries to start the season and Bradley Beal being out, like why can we not have anything nice? This is so frustrating. Like we all know what is on the line this season. It is championship or bust for the Phoenix Suns. And it seems like anytime the Suns get a little bit of momentum going, it's like psych, enjoy rolled angle. Psych, enjoy another lower body injury. Psych, you don't get to have anything nice because we're just going to injure all of your players and then none of you get to watch the big three play together. Like, why? Why, why, why? What have the Suns done to piss off the basketball gods? I can't think of anything. I genuinely, like, don't know why the Suns are in this position. I don't think they've done anything to deserve the karma that they are receiving from the basketball gods right now. Can you, Damon? Besides maybe, like... Chris Paul's bad juju just continually haunting the team. I just don't know. I mean, like, obviously, we all talk about, like, our Arizona sports curse, but, like, the Suns should be exempt, you know? They've been here a while. They consistently win. Like, why is, why is it – why do they always have to be involved? It's so frustrating. And, like, this, there was so much excitement coming into the season, obviously, because we thought we were going to get to watch Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant play together. We haven't seen a second of that because – we all know that the injuries have just plagued this team. Um, Connor Brum saying, I'd rather this happen now than April, May. See, that's what I said at the beginning of the season, too. And I was like, it's OK. I'd rather this happen now. But it keeps happening. <laughs> it keeps getting worse. We're in December. And we still haven't seen this team play all together. December of the year 2023 of our Lord and Savior. And we still have not seen the big three play basketball together. And I'm just like, I'm trying not to panic you guys. I'm trying to hold it together because the Suns are still fifth in the Western Conference right now. They're only three games back from the Timberwolves who have that number one spot. So it's not like they're at the bottom of the standings. It's not like they've lost a bunch of games. Like they're still squeaking wins out and kind of trying to figure out how to get this team to be successful without their big three. But my God, I keep saying it's okay. 
it's okay. It's just the beginning of the season. It's okay now. But like, oh my God, it's December and we still haven't seen them play together. Like, for fuck's sake. Um, It's just frustrating. It's super frustrating. And I know that a lot of Suns fans feel the same way. I don't know why this keeps happening outside of bad luck. Uh, Jan Paul Edward Dio saying that Ishbia needs to invest in a better training staff. And so does Book. I don't know if maybe that's an issue. Like we all know that medical trainers have a lot of control over players' health. And we can, we've seen in the past what happens when you have bad medical staff. Um, they can sometimes actively sabotage you and make you worse. Knock on wood, that's not what's happening with the Suns. But golly, it feels like we just can't catch a break. So when can we expect to see Devin Booker back? Well, Flex from Jersey, if you don't know, Flex from Jersey, I feel like you should all know Flex from Jersey, tweeted this out the other day. It appears that Devin Booker has avoided a major injury with this right ankle sprain. The expectations are that he'll miss Friday versus Denver, which is tonight's game. He'll be questionable on uh, Saturday versus Memphis, which he shouldn't play that game anyway because it's Memphis. And if the Suns can't beat Memphis without Devin Booker, that's kind of concerning. And he'll be ready to go for Tuesday's in-season tournament game versus the Los Angeles Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know why I just decided to say their full government name, but (laughs) I did. Um, The LA Lakers. Which, um, okay, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad. It doesn't seem that bad, right? Except for the fact that we all know that Devin Booker loves basketball more than he loves probably life itself. And if he wants to play, he's going to play. And if the earliest that he can come back, according to the medical staff, is that in-season tournament game against the Lakers... Is that enough time? Like, did he heal? Like, it doesn't sound like it's a major injury. So, like, I don't know how long you need to heal, like, a minor ankle sprain. But um, now I'm questioning, is it too soon for him to come back? Like, I don't want to have these doubts in my mind. Like, I know that Devin Booker is a competitor, and he is a cold blood, stone cold killer on the basketball court, and he just wants to get out there and compete. But we don't need a Bradley Beal injury where he makes something worse and he's out for a longer extended period of time, which, by the way... We're probably looking at a four to six week return timeline for Bradley Beal, which I think kind of lines up close to Christmas, if not there shortly after, according to Flex, um, who broke that news. So I just don't want Devin Booker to push it and come back too soon. It doesn't sound like it's a major injury, so I guess that's a good thing. But my God. It just sucks. And obviously, so they're taking on the defending world champions tonight against the Denver Nuggets. And I would have loved to watch the Denver Nuggets get their teeth kicked in because fuck the Nuggets now, forever, and always. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen when you're missing Bradley Beal and Devin Booker. Uh, so that sucks. I really am not going to look forward to watching tonight's game because I have a feeling about how this is going to go. And I have a feeling I'm not going to enjoy it. Maybe I'll be wrong and be pleasantly surprised. But uh, it just like I, we can't catch a break. Um, Thankfully, they have, like they said, the Grizzlies after that, which is a very winnable game. And then their quarterfinal game for the in-season tournament is against the Lakers. And if they do win that game, they'll be going to Vegas for the remainder of the in-season tournament. That includes the semifinals and the finals, which I would love to see, honestly. I don't know what to expect from the in-season tournament. Um, Obviously, this is the first year they're doing it, but I've kind of enjoyed it. I don't know. Damon, do you have any uh, opinions or thoughts on the in-season tournament? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Um... I'm kind of hoping that like a franchise that has no chance of winning an NBA Finals wins it, just so we can see like a reincarnation of the Patrick Beverly Minnesota Timberwolves meme. Oh my God, that is the best. Yeah, where he's throwing his jersey into the into crowd the stands, yeah. after winning the play-in turn, a play-in game. So I'm kind of hoping like the Knicks win it, and then every Knicks fan will be like on the streets of Manhattan just losing their minds 
and uh everybody else who's like a fan of a real franchise can be like <laughs> that's pretty funny um, that's just the hater in me okay well that's a but do you like it outside like do you enjoy are you enjoying the end season tournament it's fine yeah I, I don't really have any like real opinions Qualms. on it yeah. yeah it is what it is type of thing that's fair i've enjoyed I it so far it. it's fine um i would like to see the suns win uh obviously because i'm not a hater uh and if the suns can make it in i would love to watch that um I don't know if that would be like a consolation prize or like kind of like jinxing anything. If the which... Suns won, the rest of NBA Twitter would treat it exactly like how yeah. I just said it right now. Totally, 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 totally. Um, which would kind of suck to watch. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you're superstitious. Have you heard of the President's Cup curse in the NHL? Yeah. Okay, so I'm worried that we're going to start a President's Cup curse tradition with the NBA in-season tournament. And when you win the NBA in-season tournament then you just lose in the finals or something. I don't know. I'm scared, okay? I'm a little I'm not a little sicious. I'm superstitious. And so that makes me nervous, but regardless, I've enjoyed the in-game turn the in-season tournament. Um and Booker can be back in time for that game against the Lakers, which it's always a good thing when you can beat the Lakers because also if there's a team that I hate as much as the Denver Nuggets, I also hate the LA Lakers. So, probably even more. Um Is it time to panic? I don't know. I don't know. I'm starting to panic. Last week I said no. The week before that I said no, but I'm starting to panic. <laughs> Should I not panic? Like, do I need to like take a Xanax and chill out? I like, I feel like I'm like the walls are closing in and I'm like starting to get a little claustrophobic because I'm like, oh my God, it's December and we still haven't seen them all play together yet. Like what is going on? Um, like I said, they're still fifth in the Western conference and they've done a good job of being kind of competitive to keep themselves in it. But starting to panic a little bit guys i uh i think it was connor that said it earlier yeah he said rather this happen now than april may i i think that and then and then john paul said oh, we need to be healthy by the all-star break so that the big three can gel right now i mean the panic button should be out on the table okay uh, i don't think that we press it you yet. don't press it yet we, okay. we press it once we realize we're like less than two months from the playoffs and they have like no chemistry with each other. Okay. Because we need to build up that chemistry. Yeah, but we should be building the chemistry now. Yeah, but this is the chemistry building period. That would be ideal, but it's not. We're not pressing the panic button yet. Let's it's just looking it, pretty good. Let's uh, just put it on the table. I'm a little tempted. I can see it on the table. I'm a little tempted. I need like an actual button. I know we have one. I need like an actual button here. We so should buy a panic button. Yeah, that would be good for the show. Um. Let me know in the comments. Uh, Damon's going to set up a poll for me. Are you panicking about the Phoenix Suns? Yes or no? I am interested to see what you all think about the Suns at this point in time. <sighs> we'll see. Um, if you want to watch the Suns, possibly in person, and you're thinking about going to a Suns game, you have to get your tickets on the Game Time app. The Game Time game of the week is the Phoenix Suns game against the Nuggets tonight, which you can still get tickets for for as low as Help Me I'm Blind. $32. Wow, I'm not that blind. As low as $32, you can watch the defending World I was about to say World Series. Wow, wrong sport. For $32, you can watch the defending world champion Denver Nuggets take on the Phoenix Suns at Footprint Center, which is kind of crazy, but you obviously won't be watching Devin Booker or Bradley Beal be playing in that game, obviously. But regardless, that's a pretty good deal for some Phoenix Suns tickets. 
The Game Time ticketing app is the best ticketing app in the country for a lot of reasons. They have the best last minute ticket deals in the entire country, and they are the fastest growing ticketing app for a freaking reason. And in case you didn't know, tickets make great holiday gifts. If I were somebody that was a fan of sports, I would love tickets as a gift for Christmas or my birthday, which by the way, is this month happy december to everyone who has a december birthday because i do and i love december birthdays i am not a sagittarius though i'm a capricorn so shout out to all my fellow capricorns out there my birthday is the first day of capricorn which uh, nobody cares or needs to know but it's my birth month and i am obnoxious about it so prepare for every friday of this month me <laughs> talking about my birthday i'm also in denial about it kind of because i'm turning 27 ugh, and i kind of want to die um i never thought i would get to this point in life and be this old but my god like i'm feeling it my knees creak my <laughs> my joints are stiff like my back aches but anyway it doesn't matter it's my birthday and i'm just gonna say i'm turning 25 because my, my age clock stopped at 25 so i'm <laughs> turning 25 this month i don't know how i got all this track oh yeah it's my birthday and if you want to be my best friend you can buy me tickets for my birthday or christmas because it's very close to christmas they make tickets are great gifts great 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 gifts um Snack tickets now without stress on the Game Time app. All you have to do is download Game Time, create an account, use promo code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off your first ticketing order. Wow, what a deal. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Connor, my birthday is December 22nd. Thank you for asking. I wasn't going to say it because I didn't want to talk about it too much, but since you asked, I'll tell you. Um, it's December 22nd. It's the best day of the year because the best person was born on that day. And I said that today in the office. And then my freaking office mate, Eric, was like, oh, so who else was born on that day then? Haha, ha, so funny. Um, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy the month of December because this is my birth month. And I'm also going to enjoy it by maybe partaking in some OG's gummies. Um, OG's, my gosh. OG's, OG's everywhere. It's Flavoring Fridays. OG's is the sponsor of the show. And I love their gummies. Um, if anyone wants to buy me some OG's gummies for my birthday, I'll also love you forever. I'm particularly a fan of the Happy Balance strawberries and cream, but the orange creamsicle <laughs> indica or sativa is also a close second. Eric just walked in because he heard me talking shit about him because he was making fun of me for being born on December 22nd, which is the best day of the year. Isn't that right, Eric? Um... They have a variety, OGs have a variety of bold flavors. OGs gummies are a slam dunk for your taste buds. Plus you can customize your experience based on desired effect and strength. They've got like the little mini gummies, which are only three milligrams. They've got the 10 milligrams. They've got RSO gummies. They've got THC and CBD combined gummies. There's a bunch of different choices for you. You can pick your best option, which I mean, all of them are amazing. They're also delicious. They've got creams, they've got fruits, they've got it all. To learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. All right, Eric. So what do you I, want? I, all, all I heard was Jacob walking out of here saying you roasted me. Is that true? I didn't roast you. I just said that you decided to rain on my birthday parade by saying that I'm not the best person that was born on January 22nd and then proceeded to look up who else was born on January 22nd so you could I didn't find look at, someone Max, else. Max looked it up. I merely okay, presented well, the idea. Max and Eric both decided to shit on me this morning, but it's fine. It's Happy my birth birthday month. month. Don't thanks, let it bother you. Thanks. That sounds so ridiculous. That sounds so diva. <laughs> Everybody in this office is required to celebrate my birthday for the entire month of December. 
Um, Jan Paul Edward Dios asking, did you get Xmas and birthday parties separately? I did. Thankfully, my mom was really, really good about separating my birthday and Christmas. The only time I ever got a combined thing was my 16th birthday because I got a car, which I also paid for. <laughs> I paid for I paid half for. Um, shout out to me being a hard worker. Um, so that was the only time it was ever combined. My friends, however, are a different story. My friends are terrible. They find any excuse to celebrate my birthday and Christmas together because it's a little cheaper, cheap lot. No, just kidding. I love my friends very much. Um, Queen Max birthday should be a holiday. I agree. Everyone call in on December 22nd and say you have to take off work because it's my birthday. <laughs> Groundhog mama saying, chill girl, you're still a baby. I wish I was only 27. I don't feel like a baby. I feel like an ancient, ancient lady. <laughs> but either way, I digress. Enough birthday talk. The Arizona Coyotes, uh, speaking of people that are having a good month, my God, the Coyotes, they are kind of on a roll. Um, hopefully you've been paying attention to the Yotes if you haven't. Now's a great time to tune in because um, I don't know if you knew this, but the Arizona Coyotes have won three games in a row and they're all three against the three prior defending Stanley Cup champions. They beat the Vegas Golden Knights, who are the current reigning champions. They beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, who won two years ago. And they beat the Colorado Avalanche in overtime last night. Let's take a look at how that game turned out, because it is the most recent. And as much as I hate talking about this, I'm going to talk about it. Anyway, um, like I said, it went to overtime. The Yotes won 4-3. They had one more shot on goal than the Avalanche did. The power play was a little bit different of a scenario. They were 1-3 for three on the power play, and they... Uh, abs were two for three they um they they did really well against the just the uh the team of the colorado avalanche um you can see this breakdown of the looks numbers. like a hella easy game or even game is what i meant yeah. to say yeah for sure i look mean look at this look at the numbers like they they really held their own against the colorado avalanche who if you didn't know are the best team in the central uh division right now they are number one in the central division and for the yotes to Skate on pace with the Avs, I think, says a lot about this team. I mean, what well, they just beat the Lightning, the the the, the Knights, and the Avs. Like, holy cow! Hello, Arizona Coyotes. Um, I'm kind of impressed. And you know who else is impressed? Nick Bustad. This is what he had to say after their win against the Avs last night. We got to start with the important question: Who chose the victory music? Uh, I don't know who that was. I'm not throwing him under the bus on that one. That was, uh, uh, no, I don't know. We got a few DJs in this room. Me being not one of them. I used to be when I was younger. But, Apparently, uh, a lot of singers too. We heard it up there. Yeah, oh yeah, we were having a good time. So it's fun to fun to get a win like that. And uh, you know, obviously, it was a hard-fought game, and and uh, it's kind of up and down. And there there are important times in the game where we capitalized and. Um, found ways to stick with it as well. So it's it's trending in the right direction for sure. Obviously, we had that uh, little rough patch, but I felt, uh, you know, these last three games playing these teams, um, you know, we really we really bonded together and, and cleaned up what we needed to clean up. So, uh, you know, I think this the group, the sky's the limit. We can keep rolling and, um, you know, continue to be hard to play against. The sky is the limit, and they can keep rolling. They are fifth in the Central Division right now, which is not terrible. They're sitting on 11-9-2. They have one of the best power play units in the NHL, sitting at the sixth-ranked power play. They also, before last night, killed 20 straight penalties. They're at 16th right now for PKs, but before that, they were even higher. So uh, they're kind of in the middle of the pack right now for PK, but their PK has just been incredible. Um Clayton Keller has had a phenomenal year. Connor Ingram has been a huge surprise in net. 
Um, he's one of the hottest goalies in the league right now, honestly, if you ask me. Charles Weddle Pike saying Carcone and Kraus both with 10 goals this season. Definitely didn't see that coming. Yeah, neither did I. If you would have told me in December that um, my uh, Lawson Kraus would be leading the team in goals um, up to this point, I would have told you you were crazy, um, which is great. I mean, honestly, I love that. Um, I kind of mentioned... Clayton Keller earlier. Um, I have a stat breakdown for you guys. Clayton Keller is having a great year. He is still on pace to have a similar season to last year, which was a record-breaking year for Clayton Keller. Um, same amount of games played, so through 21 games this year, um, he has eight goals compared to seven last year. He has 11 assists compared to, four, compared to 14 assists last year. Um, he has 19 points recorded so far, and 21 points was his uh, point total at this point last season, and he's sitting at a minus eight plus minus uh, total, which is crazy. So he is pretty much keeping on pace with what he was doing at this point last season. And like I said, last season was a record-breaking season for Clayton Keller. I mean, my God, like at this point in the season, the Coyotes are in a wild card spot, which I know it's December, so it's not necessarily like it's crunch time right now. But if you would have told me at the beginning of this season that the Coyotes would be in a wild card spot in December, I don't necessarily know if I would have believed you. I mean, I knew that they were going to be taking steps forward for sure. And they have, they have definitely taken step forwards um, in almost every way this season. I think, um, Turney is the best coach for this team. Um, I think he deserves so many flowers for what he's done with the roster that he's been given and how the Coyotes have managed to take those steps forward. I, I think a lot of that is, uh, needs to be attributed to, um, Andre Turney. So I don't really have nothing but good things to say about the Coyotes, which <laughs> crazy. I mean, they don't have an arena still, which I mean, <laughs> we can talk about that later, but besides them not having an arena, Things are looking pretty good for the Arizona Coyotes. And it's just so crazy to me that everything seems to be clicking like on the ice and in terms of like talent development and talent scouting. And, you know, I think they had two great drafts in a row. Um, you've seen players, young players take big steps forward. You've seen, um, you know, guys that have been with the team for a little bit longer really step into these veteran leadership roles. And everything just seems to be going so well for the Coyotes on the ice and in the hockey department. <laughs> And then everything like outside of the hockey department is a clusterfuck, which is just like so weird, like so crazy to think about. Um, I'm hoping that because everything is going so well for the Coyotes, like on the ice and in the hockey department, that'll help the process of them getting things straightened out with everything else in terms of the arena. Um, because I really need an answer about what's going on with the Arizona Coyotes, and I need it now. Um, I was hoping that we would have already heard something about it. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Um, it'll be interesting to see kind of how the timeline for this shakes out, because I think I'm not the only person that is waiting to hear about what's going to happen with the arena. In fact, I know I'm not. So we'll see how that works out. But it's great to see the Coyotes performing so well on the ice of course, they're not the best team in the NHL by any stretch of the imagination, but this team does nothing but catch strays from everyone and their mom. Um, it's like the easy organization to gang up on, and the Coyotes haven't let that get to them. Um, they know that they're playing in a collegiate arena. They know that they don't have big name stars that are taking up a majority of their payroll like a lot of the other teams do. And they're just kind of doing their own thing. They've managed to find a way to be successful with the cards that they've been dealt and 
props to them for that because it's not always the case you know you you get a lot of excuse makers and people that say well we're not doing this because xyz but the coyotes aren't like that they're just you know put up put up or shut up we're gonna go out there and we're gonna perform and they've done it they've performed really well so um it's been absolutely great to see for the arizona coyotes i hope that they can kind of continue this upward trajectory they have a crazy schedule coming up they've got even more uh stanley cup champion recent stanley cup champion opponents to take on anything can happen honestly with this team i think they if they can keep this up for a couple more months and we're still talking about them being in a wild card playoff spot my jaw is going to be on the floor uh i don't know if you've expected anything like this from the coyotes statement kind of crazy to talk about it is pretty crazy i mean i'm i'm just getting a little bit more into hockey uh recently but yeah. i'm all in on the yotes wagon hell yeah the wagon is rolling get on the wagon yeah absolutely <laughs> uh do you what are your thoughts on like the the ticket situation because i've seen some smoke this week on social media where people are getting a little bit fed up with the prices at mullet. Yeah. Uh, and like half the stands will be empty because a ticket is like 140 bucks or something. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, it's so funny you say that I was on the game time app yesterday looking for tickets for last night's game because uh, the abs were in town and I wanted to go to that game and I didn't go to that game because the tickets were too expensive. It's pretty unreasonable. Is it's it not? So unreasonable. The cheapest ticket was $140. And like, I was like, yeah, I still haven't gone. I still haven't got made it out to a game, yeah. and like I really want to go. Yeah, badly. Yeah, and I just bad. can't. I can't, can't afford it. Yeah. I can't like get myself to pay as much money as what it requires. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating. I was also it's like behind the glass seats. Uh, behind the glass, behind the bench seats on the glass were three hundred and forty-five dollars, which I know is not like. I mean, if you try to get behind the bench glass seats at. Uh, like a Boston Bruins game, you're probably playing like $600. So comparatively, I understand that it's not, um, you know, as expensive as some other like NHL games around the league. But then again, you look at what you're getting for that ticket and you are in a small arena that has like three different concession options and like a traveling team shop that's like not an actual team shop. So there's something to be said that's left desired about like the whole in-game experience. And I don't think necessarily charging as much as the Coyotes are charging is the best way to go about it because I think they are pricing out a lot of people that they could potentially be attracting to support their organization because they just can't afford tickets. Um, and like you said, there are a lot of empty seats sometimes at games, depending on who their opponent is. And if the seats aren't empty, there are half the other team's fans. The entire uh, like left side of Mullet Arena was Avs fans last night. So it's definitely a bummer. And I wish that um, you know they would kind of consider how they're pricing people out of being fans of this organization. I know that times are tough and the pocketbooks are probably hurting a little bit for <laughs> the owner of the team. But yeah, I think uh, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. And I think that they could definitely maybe reconsider that. Well, because... to Charles's point, obviously, like he says here that they're you're you're getting any seat that you get is going to be a lower bowl seat at a different hockey arena yeah. because it's so, so small. Yeah, understood. Totally. That being said, there needs to be something said about building a fan base mm -hmm. organically in the city, which the Coyotes have quite obviously done a horrific job at in this city like you need to have build goodwill where people want to root for your franchise and when you price people out of tickets there's just no way that that's ever going to happen yeah organically you yeah, know what i mean sure. the only way it'll happen at this point is if they are like one of the best teams in hockey yeah absolutely. and then people will show up yeah but like you can't be like a middle of the road middling team yeah that's 
charging this much for tickets yeah. in a, when you don't have a strong and fan they also base. don't have like i said like a star factor to contribute to that either like they don't have like a yeah sid crosby or, or like an austin Matthews. yeah an austin matthews or um, nathan mckinnon or kale mccarr on your team um to help drive those ticket sales so you have a bunch of people that unless you are a dedicated coyotes fan who has followed this team and is invested in it who knows each player, like you're not going to want to show up. I mean, the Coyote Show, um, they do this great segment with the What Chaos podcast uh, with Jamie Ben and Pete Blackburn every week. And they played a game that was called Name This Coyote. And DJ DJ Bean and Pete Blackburn are two of like the best, you know, hockey podcasters in the game. And they didn't know anyone. They didn't know Lawson Krause, who's leading the team in goals. They didn't know the starting goaltender. They didn't know any of like the names that like maybe we would know because we're you know in arizona and that's our team and so i think that has a lot too is like they don't have big name recognition factor they're even though they're still in a wild card spot they're not one of the best teams in the nhl so i think all of that has to be taken into consideration and i do think that they're pricing out potential fans and not doing a good job of building an organic fan base in tempe which they haven't played hockey in for longer than two years um most of their fan base was in glendale which I mean, Glendale's a 30-minute drive, 45-minute drive, an hour sometimes with traffic. So, yeah, it's definitely a bummer, but um, I'm happy that things are going well for the Coyotes on the ice. Hopefully, we can kind of get everything else on track sooner rather than later when it comes to off-the-ice stuff. But shout-out to the Yotes. Good on you. Uh, Gila River is our one of our newest sponsors, and I am so stoked to be partnered with Gila River Resorts and Casinos because no one does it better, to be honest. They offer an authentic and immersive experience with unprecedented levels of entertainment and excitement that you won't find anywhere else in the desert. They just set a really high bar. Their state-of-the-art gaming floor has it all with over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, and live table games. Not to mention they have one of Arizona's largest casino sports books. Um, there's just everything that you could ever want at any one of the Gila River resorts and casinos and hotels locations. They've got so much fun stuff to do. We have our Cardinals watch parties there for every home game. So if you're looking for a place to watch Cardinals games, make sure you head on out to the Gila River hotels and casinos, a wild horse pass location, which is right off the I 10 South of the 202. We are super excited to be doing our watch parties there. You can go over to their sports book and bet a little bit. You can take a swing in their top golf swing suite, which is where we are. So if you want to practice your swing while you're watching hockey or hockey football, it is literally like a dream come true location. So make sure you head out to one of our watch parties. You you do view at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details. What did you say, Max? Okay. Max has Max has invaded my space. I love Wild Horse Pass. Can I just say that out loud? I love Wild Horse Pass. Yeah, no, it's amazing. What a great casino. It's so much fun. It's like it's it's almost better than a Vegas casino. I was just in Vegas and then I went to Wild Horse last week and I'm walking around and I'm like smells better it's cheaper like what's not to love what's not to love max they're doing that one live event during that one date do you want to specify do you want to specify do you want to send me a screenshot like oh yeah <laughs> okay so they have concerts at wild horse pass uh casino and i really want to go to one concert that they're coming up it's happening and i sent max a screenshot i was like hey uh, any chance we can get tickets to this? It's at one of our partners. Like, let's go. And I forgot to include the name, the date, the time. Max was like, I can't help you with that. Um, <laughs> 
What concert was it? It's uh, it's. I did say I said the artist in the in the text. Whatever. Uh, his name's Ernest. He is a country music artist, and if you know me, you know I love country, and that's all I listen to. So that's why I want to go. But do you have the results of our poll, by the way? How are people feeling? Let me get looking on this. Um, Lay it on me. We are at twenty percent yes. Time to panic. Eighty percent no. Okay. Okay. That makes me feel better. I feel like that's a good, reasonable reaction, and I'm glad that not everyone feels like it's time to yeah. panic yet. I don't have 100% confidence in this team, and neither does anyone else. I feel like an 80-20 split is pretty decent for where we're at, to be honest. I mean, with all the you know lunatics that you know watch this channel and everything, for them to be that reasonable yeah feels pretty good good job guys hey my audience is very reasonable the tbsp squad keeps it 100 all the time okay um i yeah. i know charles and karen and elizabeth you think that those are reasonable people yes i always have their back because they always have mine um it'll be interesting to see how the suns stack up against the nuggets tonight i think this is a huge game for the non Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beals of the roster, uh, aka the bench, to show us how they plan to contribute to this team in big game situations. If the Suns get absolutely pooped on by the Nuggets, are we going to start panicking a little bit more? I mean, if they get if they get pooped on, was that your yeah. exact terminology? Yeah, I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel great. Okay. I mean, are they so are they going to have they're not going to have Devin for this game? No. So it'll just be KD. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to freak out about KD versus the world. Dude, KD's shoulders must be so tired from carrying this team on his back. That's the other concerning thing. So, yeah, like, they're wearing out Kevin Durant, who's correct. playing the most minutes he's ever played in his career ever. And he's 35. Yeah. I mean, like, that's not great. Let's not wear down Kevin Durant. You need KD. If you want to win a championship, you, you need, need Kevin him Durant. Fresh. You need him at his A game. And they're just like in the playoffs. Yeah. Grinding him down to the stubs. Because <laughs> what this feels like is going to happen is once. Beal's back once Booker's healthy again, which shouldn't be too long. It feels like to me that that's going to be like a time where KD's going to start needing to sit because yeah. he's been carrying this load which the sucks entire because, season. Because like so much about winning a championship obviously has to do with skill, preparation, hard work. Yes, but there's also a bit of a timing factor and a little bit of a luck factor that oh, goes into it. So much luck. And their timelines are just kind of like not lining up to where they need to timeline. Um, and it's making me nervous because you like you to, said, yeah. when... Devin Booker and Bradley Beal are back, then Kevin Durant is going to need to... And it's like they don't have the timeline to get the consistent playing time together to form that team chemistry. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is stressing me out. Like, yeah, this is not a, ideal. You need to peak at the correct time. And I don't know if they're going to be able to get the timeline on track. That was a bad omen. I just spilled my coffee. It's <laughs> a horrible omen. <laughs> that was like a omen. bad omen. Uh, it's okay. It's not that bad. I'll clean it up after. But yeah, I'm just getting nervous. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm more in like the 75, 25% range. So you guys have more faith in this team than I do. But it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Hopefully everything works out for the Suns. I really am not going to watch tonight's game because I don't want to put myself through that mental torture. So you'll have to let me know how it goes because I'm not watching it. Uh, I can't stand to watch the Denver Nuggets play basketball. And I especially can't want stand to watch them play basketball when Devin Booker is not on the court. So I'll be skipping that. Thank you very much. All righty, guys. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Ukrainian Sports Podcast. Thank you, Damon, for being here. I hope you enjoyed your time and I didn't scare you away. You guys might never see me again. Yay, we got Bubble Damon! 
at the last second he yeah. pulled it out we're on the bubble now yeah i think damon's never coming back um thank you all so much for tuning in i missed you all i hope you all had a wonderful thanksgiving i will be back next week for another edition of the phoenix sports podcast have a wonderful safe weekend and uh thanks for tuning in i'll see you next week bye